Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Reality Redefined. My name is Nick, and uh, for the first time ever, I am Ian-less today. Interesting. I am joined by uh, Jack and Mandy are with me. Hello. Hello. And uh, I, I don't know, this feels real, really kind of strange, because I'm used to having Ian sit across from me for the last, I don't know, four years <laughs> doing podcasts, but uh, so... We, we, I don't know, there was like scheduling issues and things like that, so he wasn't able to join us today. But I do have, have you guys here to talk about something that uh, generally it's something I can't talk about, Ian, to, you know, talk to Ian about, and that's uh, sports. sports. <laughs> We're talking about, uh, we, there is like a long list of some uh, some sports conspiracy theories, some that I buy into, some that I don't, that, uh, that we're going to talk about today. Right, Jack and Mandy? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, sir. Is it weird? Be- so this is, you're not new to podcasting, Jack. You've been on, what, one episode with us before? Yeah. So uh, every year we do like a uh, a New Year's trivia game, and uh, Jack was on with us. Was it last year, Mandy? Yeah. I think so. What was up? So, yeah, he uh, joined us today, and Mandy joined us to talk a little sports. Because, Mandy, you're a big sports sports fan, aren't you? Sure. Sports ball. <laughs> I cheer for my son. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because the thing that kind of got me into thinking about the the sports aspect of it is, so the NBA is not new when it comes to conspiracy theories. You know, back in, uh, so there was this big conspiracy that uh, that in 1985 that the NBA rigged the NBA draft lottery. And are you a basketball fan really at all, Jack? Do you follow the NBA or? Um, not a ton, but I, I do here and there. But... Do you, Do you know about this conspiracy theory? Not off the top of my head. No, Mandy, do you know about this one? No. Ooh, so that's a dude to both of you guys. Yep. So in nineteen, so prior to nineteen eighty five, in the NBA, the uh, the worst team in the league would get the first pick, and then in nineteen eighty five, the NBA decided. Hey, you know what? We're actually going to change this because there were some teams that were accused of tanking prior to that to try to get to that try. to try to get the uh, higher draft pick. So what they said was, okay, so starting in 1985, we're going to do a draft lottery, and depending on your record, you get whatever your odds are. You'll we'll do um, you'll get a different number of balls in the lottery, mm-hmm. and you know, the, so it's a, you know, just like a lottery system, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the way the conspiracy goes is the NBA rigged the draft lottery because the the New York Knicks were terrible and the Knicks are like the one of the keystone franchises of the NBA and they're just absolute garbage prior to this and uh, going into that draft Patrick Ewing was this like once in a generation talent so the way the conspiracy goes is the NBA rigged the lottery so Patrick Ewing would be drafted by the New York Knicks and thus changing the the course of that franchise, mm-hmm. and he kind of did. I mean, they were uh, uh, one of the top NBA teams for the next you know decade, decade and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you guys they have were. Lot say, you guys have a lot to say about that, don't you? Yeah, I have a lot. You should have did a football a conspiracy. Well, we're gonna get to football too, uh, okay. but. Uh, it just that was kind of like one of the because I actually believe the NBA actually did that. That's one of the ones I believe in. Jack, you've got some football ones, don't you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, uh, right. What are they? Like how Super Bowl three was a 
It was rigged. Like so, a, how was Super Bowl three rigged? So, Super Bowl three was the Baltimore Colts Bal- versus the New York Jets. Yes, and the Jets got one of the biggest upsets in pro football history uh, by defeating the Colts. And um, Bubba Smith came out, former NFL player, and said he believes it was rigged because uh, he want the NFL wanted a big market team like a New York team to win to gain attention for pro football. See, the the thing that I kind of I, I don't really see there is, so the this was prior to the AFL-NFL merger. Yeah. So there really wouldn't be an incentive for the NFL to, th- there's no incentive for them to want to have an AFL team win. You know, because they at the time they were the game was put together to basically showcase that the NFL was more dominant than this upstart AFL yeah. football league. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, yeah, I, 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 I don't really know. Is there anything else more to it, or is that the kind of the gist of it? That's kind of the gist of it. But some people believe that it was also rigged so the AFL could win that. That way, the NFL and AFL keep playing I, together. I, I can see that. I can definitely see that because the you know the the Packers won Super Bowl one and Super Bowl two. Um, you know, in you know the the NFL had been that dominant franchise, you know, the mm-hmm. dominant league for you know forty years, and yeah. then you've got this little upstart team a league that's trying different things and and trying to upset the apple cart basically, and. Uh, I can definitely see where I, I could see where it'd be rigged for the the AFL side of it. The AFL had had it rigged to kind of show that uh, that they could play with the NFL. Yeah. Was there another? Is that uh, what other ones you got? I got um, Spygate Two. I guess it's called. Um, well, I guess you got to go to what Spygate One is though first. On don't you? Yeah, Patriots. Uh, Spied on the Rams, I believe it was, right? Yeah, so prior to the, uh, was it Super Bowl 30, no, 40? Um, it was in 2002, right? No. Uh, yeah, I guess, I think, I don't know. I'll... Early 2000s. While I'm yeah. talking, you can look it up, Jack. But anyway, so so going into the Super Bowl, the Patriots had lost, you know, the, the two Super Bowls they played in prior to that. Uh, they were in Super Bowl 20 and then Super Bowl 30. Eight or no, two thousand seven was when Spygate. So okay, so Spygate wasn't with the Rams then. What? Which one was it? Uh, the Jets. Okay, so the Spygate was with the Jets. Yeah. So, but it was a was it a regular season game or was it a playoff game? Um, I would assume there had been it had to been a regular season game because the Jets have been terrible so. for thirty years. Yeah. So the the. The Patriots were trying to get an upper leg or upper hand on the Jets by recording their practices. Is that what it was? Yeah. Which I, I believe the Patriots have been rumored to do that before. Because, like, I, I know that there was rumors, like I was saying, going back to the, the Super Bowl, the first Super Bowl that they won where they beat the Rams, where, uh, you know, it, it's been rumored that. And that's kind of one of the things that came out of Spygate. So the Spygate with the Jets, the the Patriots get in trouble. They have turned over all these documents and, the, and these videotapes. One of the videotapes actually leak out. And the NFL said that they destroyed the rest of the tapes so the rest of the tapes wouldn't leak out either. 
which mm-hmm. the one of the conspiracies go that one of the videos in there or a series of videos in there goes back to that Rams Super Bowl and the that the Patriots were actually recording practices way back then also which I that's conspiracy the truth is uh that they're the the Patriots did have personnel there they said they were setting up equipment while the Rams are practicing and they decided to just sit down and watch the practice. And mm-hmm. then after the practice, they went and actually told mm-hmm. Bill Belichick and the coaching staff what they had seen, you know, whether or not they actually recorded it, you know, it is kind of the conspiracy. I think it's pretty well yeah. understood that they probably did spy on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. intentionally or unintentionally on the, on the practices, which yeah, you know, that helps if you know a team's offensive and defensive sets, you know, because going into a Super Bowl, you, you kind of change up a lot of that stuff. Yeah. So if you if you have the upper hand and kind of know what they're doing, it, it could help them. You know, in, in a Super Bowl that was as close as that one was, where it's one on a last-second field goal, you know, a play here, a play there, that's the, that can turn a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's still cheating. It's still cheating. That's why <clears throat> the, the Patriots are, you know, the, mm-hmm. evil, the evil empire. They're notorious. Mm-hmm. Apparently a lot of New England states are. If that's all we're talking about so far, it's been, what, two New York and then now the New England Patriots? and Yeah. Mm. So we'll go into what Spygate it's 2 It all goes back now. to the okay. mafia, doesn't it? So <laughs> yeah, this probably. Is, I guess it shouldn't be called Spygate 2 because it was in 2001, but it was... I don't know. Okay. So 2001 was what I was talking about then, wasn't it? Was that with the Rams? Uh, no, this is with the Giants. And this, isn't, this doesn't hmm. involve the okay. Patriots at all. Okay. The okay. who Giants? New York Giants. Thank New you. York Giants. <laughs> Thank you. There's a central theme here in there. <laughs> <laughs> so a sports reporter in 2001 claimed that the Giants... Uh, somehow intercepted radio transmissions from other teams that helped them win the playoff games against the Vikings and I think it was the Eagles. 2001? Yeah. The Vikings would have been good. Yeah, they destroyed the Vikings 41 to nothing. Mm. And then uh, That would make sense then. And then they went on to lose the Super Bowl to the Ravens, and some people believe they lost it so they could fly under the radar and look less suspect to what oh, they Oh, I don't did. know about that. Yeah. I, I can see them intercepting... It, uh, transmissions to beat the Vikings because the Vikings mm-hmm. had a really really good team that year. Uh, the Ravens, uh, not so much. The Ravens, yeah. had, I mean, the Ravens were the Ravens. I mean, they mm-hmm. the, they were really good. They were, they were they had a great team that year, and uh, you know the the Giants. Well, I mean, they they did play like crap in that game, but uh, you know, I don't think they would have lost it intentionally. Not like that because they got steamrolled in that game. So that was Spygate 2. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Another one that uh, I kind of grew up on was the fact that, uh, so Michael Jordan was this, you know, uh, everyone in the yeah. world in mm-hmm. the in the early mid-90s knew who Michael Jordan was, really from the time he was drafted in the mid-80s. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so by early 1990s, Michael Jordan was already known to be this big gambler, right? Mm-hmm. And he was he was known to wager like incredibly large sums of money on just about everything from golf. Uh, he, you know, he played golf with other athletes and entertainers, whatever, and celebrities, yeah. and bet huge amounts of money. He'd play cards with teammates on uh, on the plane or on buses. I mean, he he would even play quarters before games with security guards. And uh, you know. There's stories of him playing like rock, paper, scissors for thousands of dollars, just literally anything 
that he could gamble on. And uh, so it's alleged that he placed bets on uh, on Jumbotron races. Mandy, do you know? You remember those? You go to the game. It's like got like the the hot dog and the bag of peanuts mm-hmm. and the drink. <laughs> you know, he yeah, no, there's rumors that he like would bet on that kind of stuff. Also, it's, <laughs> yeah. So can you imagine that? Uh, there's also another story where uh, he was out. He was on a road trip with the team, and he bet a couple of players that. His bag would be the first bag off the uh, baggage claim. Jeez. Yeah, so, so he won money off of that too. So it's just like, it obviously as long before they you know uh, grasp the concept of uh, chartered airplanes and things like that. But uh, yeah. so he, it's literally like everything he would bet money on. Mm-hmm. And uh, so in 1993, he was even asked about it, and it was asked if he had a gambling problem, and his response was know that he had a competition problem <laughs> which i guess is kind of the same thing is yeah. it not i mean <laughs> you're literally betting on everything so eventually his gambling got him into hot water and in 1992 there's a uh, a trial of convicted drug dealer uh slim Buller, i think is, is how you say it is what his name was but um and he would have been uh sentenced to nine years for money laundering and conspiracy after all this. So Jordan testifies that he owed this guy $57,000 from golf bets. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. After well, his, Jordan's official story early on was that it was all for a loan. He you know, get borrowed, got a loan from the guy. And that's how he knew him. But then it turns out during mm-hmm. the trial that he was actually like gambling debt he, uh, he owed him, which $57,000... Sounds like a lot of money to us, but mm-hmm. not to Michael Jordan, yeah. who's making millions. But anyway, mm-hmm. so in 93, uh San Diego businessman by the name of uh, Richard Aquinas, I think is how you say it. I'm terrible with these goofy mm-hmm. freaking names. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this guy made a claim that uh, Jordan actually owed him $1.25 million in golf debts. So that's I mean, now that's some serious money you're talking about yeah. there. So around the same time, his gambling actually caused a public stir after. So Jordan has a terrible game uh, against the New York Knicks. I mean, do you like there's a <laughs> New, York, New York tie? There's mm. a so New York Knicks in the uh, game two of the Eastern Conference uh, Finals, and so the night before, he had been out late at Atlantic City. Then he goes to this game and plays like like terrible, and uh, so after the Bulls win their third championship in a row, the uh, the NBA actually reprimanded Jordan and launched a limited investigation into all of his gambling. And uh, the probe revealed that the checks signed by Jordan were found in a uh, – there were checks found, uh, signed by him that were found in an ingoing, ongoing criminal investigation, which was another one. And then uh, – and I, I, it was like $108,000 in checks in this briefcase. Wow. And this uh, the, this murdered bail bondsman, Eddie Bow, uh, who had attended a few of, of his Mike's Time, it's Mike's Time's gatherings, or what it was. It's like a, a poker and, and golf thing kind of hosted by, by Jordan. So this guy had been to these events with Michael Jordan, all this gambling, and then he ends up murdered, you know. Mm-hmm. So... The NBA ultimately ruled that Jordan had never bet on any of these games or any games in his career. and uh, But four months after winning his third title in a row, Jordan, like, abruptly retires yeah. to go play baseball. 
which was it was like so far out of out of left field. But you know, it was mm-hmm. also a couple months after his dad died. Also, his dad was murdered. I know that there was a, a sports journal, a basketball journalist, and some other TV personality. They were both got in trouble because they made the connection where they were like making gambling. Yeah, they were saying that the gambling yeah. might have led to the to his father's death. Mm. Which it was, and it was just a couple of hoodlums that, uh, just like a random act of violence, I guess. But, wow. um, yeah. It's, uh, so th- like I said, this, so that's been like a conspiracy for a, a, a long time now. That mm-hmm. uh, It was actually his gambling that, that led him to, to be suspended from the NBA secretly. Make sense at all? Or Yeah. I mean, I could, I, I don't, I don't. Do they do well, that? I mean. Why would you though? If you're the NBA, why would you? I don't know. That's what you I You would take your most marketable star off the court in yeah. like the prime yeah. of his career. So I never really bought into that. I, I mean, I know that there was a lot of like crazy stories around Michael Jordan and his gambling and all the money that he would throw around on mm-hmm. golf courses mm-hmm. and and uh whatever. But uh I don't know. I just don't know why that why he would do or why the NBA would kind of shoot themselves like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh why should uh, I think we should keep up the New York connections here? Uh-oh. Why you got another one in New York, Jack? <laughs> yep. I guess this is more of an urban legend than a conspiracy theory. But um, Jimmy Hoffa, famous alleged mobster, uh, who disappeared. There, there's your mother's. Oh, your see, mother's my mob mafia died. man. Look at yeah. I knew it. He was uh, disappeared in the summer of 1975, and it's believed that his remains were buried underneath the west end of the old Giant Stadium. Giant Stadium. I have heard that one. Mm-hmm. And then the. It wasn't which which if you make if you think about it, it would make sense if if you want to get rid of a body, what are you going to do with it? You're going to put it in concrete where no one's ever going to find it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, it wasn't confirmed. Like it was never confirmed that it was there. But it is interesting when you consider that the Giants and the Jets built their new MetLife Stadium right by the old one to maybe help cover up something. That's what the conspiracy theory says. But. Well, I mean. So that was the old Meadowlands, mm-hmm. and I guess they did tear it down. But if you think about it, though, if you're tearing down a big concrete structure, you're probably not going to find a body in it, you know? Yeah. But, it, it, I mean, because it, it would have been, um, if, unless they, did it say if they was buried under the stadium or if he was, like, encased in concrete? Um, I, don't, I never really, I don't know. I, there are probably conspiracies out there for both of them, but. It said buried under it, but. Because if it's just know. like buried under the ground, you would think that if they're turning it up when they're when they're doing demolition, they might come across it. Don't you think, Andy? Or I don't know. Yeah, it says buried underneath the west end. Depends on what they put it in, or if it's just whatever happens to bodies goes away. Speaking of that, do you uh, obviously this is long before you were born, Jack? But yeah. Mandy, do you remember back in like the I want to say it was like early nineties that. There was a guy that lived in our neighborhood who was out jogging one morning, mm-hmm. and uh, he was dro- he was jogging down by, like, Bridge Road, and obviously Bridge Road, Jack, is this, like, big bridge that goes over, yeah. goes over like, a, a body of water. <clears throat> so he's, like, jogging down by the riverbank, and he just happened to look down, and to his shock, there was someone under the water, and it was actually someone in, like with cement on their sh- mm-hmm. on their feet hmm. thrown in the, into the lake. I do remember do that. Remember that? Mm-hmm. So I thought they always joked that that's where Hoffa was too, but uh, oh in the same lake? <laughs> yeah. It could be. <laughs> no, he he disappeared on like the west side of the state I want to say though. No. Hmm. Cuz I don't even remember. Well, 
I don't even know if it was Michigan. They, yeah, I it was. Know. I think it was. But anyway, it, uh, I guess that's the thing is if you're going to disappear in, in the Midwest somewhere, why would they take your body all the way to New York? Right. Yeah. If you're going to do that, take the body into Canada and just dump it in the wilderness. No one will mm-hmm. ever find it there either. Mm-hmm. Something will eat it. Yes. Up there, <laughs> something definitely will eat it. Yeah. Or just take them to a pig farm and throw them. Pigs <sighs> eat everything. Mm-hmm. Pigs eat the bone, everything. Gross, right, Mandy? That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what other what other ones you got there, Jack? Uh, it's a story about Yao Ming, and it starts off in the. Ni- That's an interesting because you, you were telling me about this one a couple nights ago. Yeah, it starts off in the 1950s when China wanted to become a big power in sports, and they had this plan called the Gold Medal Strategy, which is a uh, government officials would scout kids they believed would fit into certain sports and take them away from their homes and force them to practice and learn in them. But, um, yeah, Yao's mother and father fit the specifications for basketball and took Uh them away. And, uh, even after their playing careers were over, the government still had control over them. And, uh, they, they didn't even know each other, but the government forced them to get married. And, uh, Yao was born, I think a year later. And, um, Yao was, double the size of an average Chinese baby. So, of course, oh, yeah. the government, yeah, he, the <laughs> government kind of, like, watched over him his entire... I believe his wife is, like, abnormally tall also. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, and the government followed him throughout his uh, his early life. And then the rumors say that Yao and his parents didn't want him to play basketball, and Yao wanted to go off and do something else, but the government forced him to go through these crazy, insane practices where mm-hmm. they the instructors would beat them if they messed up and... Stuff like that, and then uh, eventually, he, you know, he still wasn't playing good, and the government forced him to enroll with the Shanghai Sharks. Uh-huh. And um, there, he met a doctor who gave him this uh, these special drinks because he was uh, supposedly lacking nutrients, and these drinks made him grow an extra three inches. Mm, like, and like human growth hormone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and um, the doctor had an assistant, and they were being interviewed about these special drinks, and the assistant asked the doctor should we tell them about the hormones and the doctor said no just say they're herbal extracts and then huh yeah so that's the, so the government the yao, the yao ming conspiracy <laughs> mm-hmm. the government chose his parents made them get together and have a baby yeah that, that's all part the, of the conspiracy right though. right yeah. yeah wow how do you know that i guess you just assume if two tall people are tall that they're gonna have a tall kid yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty accurate, pretty, I guess. Pretty close, I, mean, I guess. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's an interesting one. I know that uh, back in another one is uh, back in 1995. There's uh, the rugby World Cup was being played in South Africa, <clears throat> and it was New Zealand was a heavy favorite over the hometown New Zealand team, and uh, so the night before a match. A bunch of the uh, New Zealand players come down with food poisoning. So the conspiracy is that they were poisoned Uh intentionally so they couldn't play. I don't know. I know know that the the manager of New Zealand said that it was uh, bad milk that the team had drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I believe his words were dodgy. It was the dodgy milk. (laughs) Yeah, you can't play dodgy milk, food poisoning. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah. You can play through the flu or anything else, but not food poisoning. Um, 
There's another uh, draft, um, a draft lottery conspiracy out there, and that was, but this one's for the the NHL. Do you know this one, Jack? Uh, no, no, I uh, don't. Uh, so in 1990, I'm sorry, in 2005, the uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins had just come through bankruptcy. Um, you know, they there for a couple of years. They actually thought the team was going to have to move out of Pittsburgh. And then, uh, you know, so the the an investment group saves a team, keeps them there, but the team is absolutely trash, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, all of a sudden, there's this the, this you know, one, once again just a, a once in a generation talent in Sidney Crosby coming through, and it's going to be his draft year. And mm-hmm. the uh, against the odds, Pittsburgh wins the draft lottery and gets to sign um, Sidney Crosby. And he completely changed the franchise. Yeah, you know, they've uh-huh. won several Stanley Cups since then. Mm-hmm. But I guess the thing that doesn't make sense, though, is kind of going back to the New York tie, is at the same time, the New York Rangers were garbage. So it would have, been, it would have made more sense that they're going to rig the, the draft lottery to have him go to the New York Rangers yeah, and not the Pittsburgh Penguins, I guess. But uh, I don't know. It's an interesting one. Maybe New York didn't want to tie in this one. They knew that I was on to him. <laughs> They're like, it, Mandy knows it, it, we we gotta we gotta let someone else take this one. In fifteen years, <laughs> Mandy's gonna uncover the truth. Yep, <laughs> there you have it, folks. <laughs> there's, a, but it's funny though. There's a lot of stuff. There's a bunch of rumors about the or conspiracies around different drafts and yeah, and uh, a lot of different Super Bowls. Oh, what, sure. what, are the, what are the Super Bowls? The lights out in the Super Bowl between the Niners and Ravens. So what's that conspiracy? I'll pull it up. I because the the Forty Niners were they were being blown out, and then yeah the the Ravens had a twenty eight six lead at half in the third quarter, and then um the power went out at this billion dollar stadium. And then, I remember that. And I did think it was really kind of strange. And then all of a sudden the Niners start this comeback, and then. The Ravens barely squeaked out the win, huh? 34-31. Yeah. So what would be the conspiracy that, like, the lights threw them off? Like, they brought in a new team? What, <laughs> what well, cause, is that? Well, because football is a game of momentum. Yeah, you know? okay. So if you've got a team that has the momentum that's really moving the ball and, and you know, creating turnovers and things like that, how long was that? Do you remember how long the blackout lasted? It was, um, it was, it was, it was a while. A while. Okay. So yeah, it half was half an hour. Half yeah, an hour. Throw so them off their game. Completely throw you off. Mm-hmm. Give uh for the 49ers a chance to uh make Game adjustments and yeah. things like that. But the thing is, who was who was the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers in that game, Jack? Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Have you watched any of the Michigan Wolverine games in the past couple of years? <laughs> Do you think Jim Harbaugh is capable of making halftime adjustment adjustments? <laughs> no. So <laughs> I don't buy into that. I, I, it is really kind of strange that all the power kind of went off, mm-hmm. though. And then yeah. they, it took them forever to get it back on. And then when they did get the – the power really wasn't off for that long. But when they got the power back on, it took a while for the lights to come back up. Oh. So yeah. there, there's a bunch of those kind of strange things about the NFL. Because, uh-huh. you know, I don't know. There's There's been uh, conspiracies of – That the games are scripted. I don't know about scripted, but uh, I know that there was rumors that uh, in the NBA, uh, so I don't know what year it was, there was a, an NBA official that got kicked out of the NBA for gambling. 
And years later, he he said that uh, like one of the early 2000s uh, Western Conference Finals games was rigged by the by the officials to allow the Los Angeles Lakers to win the the NBA championship that year. So there's there's those kind of conspiracies also of of game fixing in the NBA and and game fixing. It'd be a lot harder to, to fix a game in the NFL. Yeah. When you know the NBA is one of those leagues where, and I want to say the the game that 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 he said was fixed, the Lakers had like I don't remember what it was twenty five free throws in the fourth quarter, uh-huh. and like <laughs> barely won the game. So I mean it's like weird things like that, but it's kind of like that with all conspiracies though. They take a kind of like a kernel of of believability and build something off of it. You know the New New England Patriots are known for for cheating. For cheating. You know, mm-hmm. whether it's recording games, deflating, deflating balls, deflating balls. What else have they done? Uh, I know they spied several times. Yeah, they did it last year against the Bengals when they were what zero and eleven at that time. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get that. Why would you spy on a team that's like absolute garbage? They also struggled against them in that, in like the first half of the game. But still, I mean, <laughs> the Bengals were garbage. They weren't going to win any games that year. The Patriots, you know, I don't know. That's always been the kind of the funny thing about the Patriots is the Patriots t- play in a terrible division. They always have, well, at mm-hmm. least over Tom Brady's tenure in New England, they've always they played in a terrible conference. You know, they're going to win the conference every single year. Yeah. So, I just don't understand why you cheat like that. I don't know. No, no you got any other conspiracies uh, there? I almost called you. Again. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see. I'd take a look into the oh you know here's the one i was talking about too it was uh game six of the 2002 western conference finals hmm. so the the lakers trailed the sacramento kings three games to two and the uh and they were tied heading into the fourth quarter of game six the lakers shot 27 free throws in the fourth quarter and scored 16 of the last 18 points at the free throw line to win by four points yeah. So then, like I said, the Lakers go on to win the title. And then, like, several years later, it was uh, um, the uh, Tim Donahue was the uh, was the disgraced uh, former NBA referee who claimed that the game had been fixed. But uh, I don't know. And, of course, they look at, you know, obviously Tim Donahue had an axe to grind against the NBA for being kicked out for life or banned from life and, and uh, you know, so, and his story, the way he told it was, he heard it from somebody else also. So it's not like he, he didn't even have like firsthand first knowledge. Hand, yeah. you know, it was all secondhand through somebody else. You know, it's, I don't know how those things go. Well, here's a, another thing with the Patriots. Um, it was an interview in May. By the way, you could probably do like a whole conspiracy show <laughs> on, the on the New England Patriots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was uh, an interview in May of 2017 with uh, Tom Brady's wife, Giselle, who claimed that Brady has had a history of concussions, but it's never been on an injury report that Brady's had a concussion. And there's this theory that the Patriots have hit all of his concussion reports. And oh, I'm sure. Yeah, <coughs> I could. I could really believe that. Sorry, I'm choking on water here. <laughs> <laughs> Where do they play at? Who? New England. They Patriots. play at Foxborough. Foxborough, in Boston. Boston. So they're yeah. in Massachusetts. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. They used to be the Boston Patriots. Oh. <clears throat> I don't, know why they, I don't know why they became the New England Patriots. Do I? Represent the entire region, maybe. Hmm. But, you know, 
Boston, Mandy, that's pretty close to New York. <laughs> <laughs> the New York tied everything. The bigger theory is New York has control over all of the sports. Ooh, and- New York is where the sports Illuminati rely, <laughs> uh, reside, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> the sports Illuminati. I don't know. Another one is that, uh, so, Mandy, do you guys you guys both know who Cal Ripken is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in 1997, two years after he broke Lou Gehrig's record for consecutive games played, um, there was a game between the Orioles and the Seattle, Seattle Mariners. And um, it was postponed. I think it was just before the game started because what they said it was a electrical fa- a, an electrical failure that uh, stopped the lights from working at, at, uh, at Camden Yards. So... The rumor goes that it was intentionally done because Cal Ripken's streak was going to end that that night. So he had gone out the night before and gotten a fight with Kevin Costner. <laughs> and he wasn't going to be able to play in that game because of the injuries in that fight. Oh. So yeah. the Orioles pulled the plug on their lights to stop him from losing his streak that night because of it. Is there proof that there was a fight? <clears throat> I don't know. There's a link on here. I can click on it. Let's see if mm-hmm. there, I don't know why. I don't know. Like if, if that was something that was real. Kevin Costner ever say no, yeah, it's all, I it's had all, a fight. <laughs> it's all I think it's all in the uh conspiracy. Conspiracy. Oh, there's also another one that Cal Ripken was replaced by a clone. Mm. That's interesting. Mm. And the plot thickens. <laughs> so the story goes that Cal Ripken actually died just before the streak began in nineteen eighty two. Uh, when he was hit in the head by a fastball from a, a Seattle pitcher named Matt Young, rather than uh, risk risk the blemish on the game's image that uh, baseball covered up his death by substituting substituting him with the first human clone <laughs> of himself. Yes, they cloned him. him. Really made him oh, okay. <laughs> It's the way it goes. Hey, some of these conspiracy theories are kind of out there. That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> so, yeah, then the clone is the one that played the streak. <laughs> um, and I guess here's the thing, like, if he's a clone and they've cloned him, can they, can they clone another one? So if the clone one gets injured, clone two can come on and keep on playing. <laughs> yeah. Right? I think it'd be kind of cool to have clones. <laughs> no, thanks. I, I can know. do a podcast with, like, two of myself. <laughs> So you're saying you won't do a, you don't you don't want to do a podcast with us? <laughs> Who gets to talk? Me, me, me. Which me. one of you? Exactly. <laughs> They're gonna go. They're gonna all talk over each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you wouldn't know because it would just be my voice. But if it's just gonna sound like a ton Talking of gibberish, exactly. I don't talk over people, do I? Yes. <laughs> I think I've done pretty good not talking over you guys. Well, Mandy doesn't talk, but true. I don't know. You got any more conspiracy theories there, Jack? I just came across this other conspiracy theory, theory 101 page I was scrolling down through. I was just uh, looking at this one. It's that the Colts really tanked for Andrew Luck, and then they was uh, supposed to. It was supposedly Peyton Manning was at the end of his career, and, and after his surgery cost him all of 2011, and the Colts lost, and then they got Luck, and then sent away Peyton Manning, and then he goes and still breaks all the records and wins the Super Bowl in Denver, but it's not really like a conspiracy theory, I guess. Yeah, but. I don't know. It, it is kind of interesting that, so Peyton Manning was kind of coming down to the end of his career, yeah. right? 
and uh, and he'd had injuries and things like that before, and it was it's just kind of interesting that it's like all of a sudden oh he gets hurt and oh here comes this the, generational this, talent yes yeah, generational quarterback coming through and it, it was really interesting that they went from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck but the crazy mm-hmm. thing is like then Andrew Luck only plays like. Six years, seven years, what it was, and just like abruptly retires. Yeah, never to be heard from again. Was he a gambler? <laughs> Are you trying to tie it back into <laughs> the NFL? No, decided to so. get rid of him. No, I don't believe so. Okay, darn. <laughs> no, it's just the Colts didn't have a good a good offensive line for a whole little while in his career, and he got killed every play. <laughs> uh-huh. Supposedly. So I clicked on this thing here, and I was trying to find out. I, I I don't see. I believe the the fight was all kind of part of the conspiracy theory media for okay. for Cal Ripken. So hold on, <laughs> I just read this thing for the, about the Cal Ripken being replaced by a clone. It says uh, that apparently. So it's also claimed that the Orioles fired Cal Ripken Senior just six games in the nineteen eighty eight season to maintain his silence on this death of his son, right? And uh, they further claim that if you play John Denver's Thank God I'm a Country Boy backwards, <laughs> the lyrics really say, Cal is dead. Oh, jeez. Wow. <laughs> okay. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an interesting one. That's, that's one I've never heard before. I don't know why you would. And here's the thing. If you're going to clone somebody... Uh, wouldn't it take like twenty years, twenty some years to to grow your clone? Yeah, I mean, you. if you if you clone me now, it's not going to be like a forty one year old clone that right? comes out. I don't know. Hmm. So that means they were like planning on Cal Ripken needing. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna die in this game. Right need, here, needing right to now. be cloned. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's funny. Or maybe they have a clone of all of us. They're just keeping it all. They keep it yeah, all. That's, secret place. That's why people were freaked out when when your mother got the uh, twenty three and Me set and uh, gave away her DNA. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now if they don't have the DNA, they already they have it now. They can clone you, Mandy. They can. They can find <laughs> out secret information about where my bloodline is from. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> that's hilarious. <clears throat> I don't know, Jack. You got anything else? Or was that was that all of them? That's pretty much it. I mean, besides the Browns tanking in 2016, it's just replace the entire thing uh, instead of two and 14, one and 15 Browns tanking for Miles Garrett, who is also another generational talent. Well, except for he's a generational talent that likes to swing his helmet and hit people in the head. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know. Those are really. I don't know. Those are really like conspiracy theories. Yeah, though, they're because, not really. Cause... I mean, I guess tanking for for a player. It happens. It's happened mm-hmm. before, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I don't know if it's falls into the conspiracy category. Yeah. yeah, I know that. Uh, kind of going back to gambling, I know that uh, one, there's another. I guess it's a conspiracy theory that uh, that you guys know who, who Pete Rose is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know why he got suspended from baseball? Um, it was for gambling. Yeah, and he. He messed up the game or something like well, that. Well, no, so no, no, no. So, so he used to bet. Pete Rose gambled like all the time, and he used to bet on baseball, and which is obviously something you're not supposed to do. Yeah. But he said it was it was okay for him to gamble because he never 
bet on his team to lose. He only bet on his team to win. Mm-hmm. But the M- the Major League Baseball's response basically was, well, when you didn't bet on your team to win, that's basically a bet on your team to lose. Hmm. Which makes it sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it makes sense. So Pete Rose was banned for life from baseball by then man, uh, Commissioner Bart Giamatti. And, um, no, I'm sorry. It was, um, hold on. It, Bart Giamatti was the one that took over. For, oh, Faye, uh, Faye Vincent was the, uh, it was Bart Giamatti that Faye Vincent replaced, replaced Bart, Bart Giamatti because he, he died shortly after making this deal with Pete Rose. Ooh, another conspiracy theory. <laughs> no, eight days. It, it was eight days, was it? Mm-hmm. How do you know that? I don't know, because I'm smart. Are you looking this up? No. Probably. Oh. <laughs> do you, what's the cons- how's the conspiracy theory go then, Mandy? Um, let's see. Pete Rose has long acted as though his lifetime ban for gambling on baseball games was never supposed to be a lifetime ban and that he would eventually be reinstated. However, then-Commissioner Bart Giamatti died just eight days after the suspension was handed down, and many fans believe his promise to Rose died with him. Dun-dun-dun. Because Pete Rose has always kind of acted like he wasn't supposed to be banned for life. Mm -hmm. He always has. So that kind of makes sense. Was that the end of it there, maybe? Yeah, they just go on to talk about why it was probably bunk. They said that if um, Giamatti was replaced by his close friend, Faye Vincent, if the wish of Giamatti was to reinstate Rose, it is likely Vincent would have known and would have honored his friend's desire. I don't know if he would have. Yeah, I don't know. Because I don't know... You know, even if he's your deputy assistant or whatever it is, uh, you know, he, is he going to be involved in every kind of, especially something like that, which, you know, the the banning of Pete Rose was gigantic news. I remember when I was mm-hmm. when I was young, because hmm. what was that, like 80, did it say what year it was? Maybe? No. It was like 88 or something like that, I want to say. Oh. Late, late 80s when he was suspended for life. But... Uh, you know, it, like I said, it was just, it was huge. So I don't know if that's something that he would have, like, openly, uh, you know, discussed. Or if it was just, like, a behind the scenes, hey, we're going to suspend you. Uh, but your suspension's really only going to last about 10 years. Right. And then mm-hmm. we'll let you back into baseball. I don't or know. I, I guess it rest. depends on how close they were. You would think, like, if you picture yourself with your close friend now and you're chit-chatting about it, you probably would have said something, but... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would have. But. Yeah. Well, that's you. Yeah. What's that? I said that's you. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like, I, I don't know. And that's what I was saying. I was, it's, it's, that was something that was so highly controversial at the time that mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it might have been something that was, it might only been the two of them that, that knew about mm-hmm. it or, or something along those lines. Because I, I would assume that if anyone outside of the two of them would know about it, Faye Vincent would have been included in that in that uh, group. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It, sports are it, it's sports are a really interesting thing, and unfortunately, it's something I don't get to talk about very often. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, you know, because Ian's not the he's like your mother. Yeah, they're not very keen sport, on sports. They're not very keen on, on on the on the sports ball. Yeah. Right, Mandy. Sure. Mandy, you, you know, mm-hmm. your mother actually used to like watching football back in the day. Mm-hmm. College football, I thought. Yes. And I think it was just because she liked to go to the games and they had good snacks there, didn't they, Mandy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we, do, we still need to take the kids to the college hockey game. 
I'd rather Let's go see. to another Notre Dame game. Ooh, those are. That's something we definitely need to do. Except for when it was when, like. When mm, I'm, that's once, horrible. Once I'm done with nursing school, I'll have a lot more time on my hands. Mm-hmm. It just the, the falls are kind of eaten up by school, really. So it's hard for me to get yeah. a time away on a weekend to, to drive to South Bend, which next time we go, will be a, a, hopefully it'll be a warmer game. Yeah, and it won't be as long as that one. Well, I don't know. What year it's, was that? Was that 2014 when we went? I thought it was 2013. I don't know. Somewhere around there. I think it was 2014. So it was this, It was the year before we moved back to Michigan. I know we went. I think Jack went with us that game. Mm-hmm. So it had to have been 2014. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they were playing. It Was it Northwestern? Was that who it was? I think so. So it was just like this, like incredibly cold, flipping day, and there was probably what six inches of snow on the ground. Also, mm-hmm. so we're like sitting in the stands. We we're all bundled up, but we're freezing our asses off. And I remember you and Jack like going to the bathroom. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Just the heat. Getting under the heaters. There were heaters in the bathroom. Hand dryers. <laughs> they weren't even heaters. It was just hand dryers. Yeah, go in there and, and try to warm yourself up in any way possible. Yeah, it was uh, that was by far the coldest football game I think I've ever been to. And it lasted forever. Oh, yeah. Notre Dame lost in like quadruple overtime or something yeah. like that. And every time they tied it up, the whole audience would go, oh. oh yeah. <laughs> we didn't care who lost, who yep. won. We just wanted it, it to be cold, over. cold, wet, and... It was not, gross. Not yeah, I think that's the first Notre Dame game I've been to where I, we were, where we didn't stay for the alma mater. We just left. Yeah, it was just I was frozen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, frozen, frozen, frozen. Not in the good cartoon movie kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> I'd argue that's good. What <laughs> I'd argue? Oh, well, I meant like I'd argue that's not a good thing either. No, what you, you want to build a snowman? Great. I don't know. I don't know any <laughs> other any other lyrics of the song. So. <laughs> Do you, Mandy? Yes. Okay. Of course, Mom does. Of course, yeah, of course she does. She knows all the lyrics to all the Disney movies. Mom could make a Disney podcast. Hey. Oh, look at that. Yeah. You do a Disney podcast with your mother. Yes. Oh, no. I'm not doing that. You can get, like, Reese on here or something. Oh, no, I thought I, you meant my mom. I meant her. Yeah. Her mother, Jack. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. I'm like, no, no, no. You probably know more Disney than the other two kids, though. That is true. Do you? Yeah, Probably. the other two don't care for nothing. You ruined them. How did I ruin them? Because you did. <laughs> it's more like they only care about Among Us and Roblox. Yeah. <laughs> That's care. now, though. Back then they didn't. I don't know. Sean, Sean grew up. They Both of them grew up watching that kind of stuff. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. So did Reese. Reese used to watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse when she was little all the time. Sean was more of an all-dogs-go-to-heaven Cars, yeah. cars, and then what was the Shark Tale? He mm-hmm. was oh Shark my Tale. God. Shark Tale. I don't even want to think about yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boss, big butts. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, when, last time I was at Walmart, they actually had the dead on DVD. There made me think of Sean. I love it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, I don't know. I don't know how we got off on that t- topic, but uh, anyway, sports. It's fun, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for thanks for coming on here and talking sports with me for no once. No problem. Uh, maybe I'll have Jack on here again. We can talk. A, maybe come football season, we can do a football episode. Maybe. 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 
Well, uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for coming on. You got All anything right. to say? No. Baba Booey? <laughs> Alright, well, uh, any questions or comments, you can email us at... Uh, I mean, do you know what the email address is for the show? No. It's no. L-I-G podcast in no, my head. <laughs> not a, no, no, no. I know. It is uh, realityredefinedpod at gmail.com. Mandy, do you know what the Twitter handle is, though? You should know this. Because <sighs> I grill Ian about it all the time. We the lizard people? Yes, and how is people spelled? PPL? Yes, we the lizard people. And I can say that Ian, uh, Jack here has actually shown up with more notes than Ian. Yeah. Yeah. Does Twitter use the at or the hashtag? At. At At symbol? Okay. Yeah. I mean, they use hashtags also. Okay, that's another podcast. And then, huh? That's for another podcast. Oh. Because you'll have me here for an hour schooling me on that kind of stuff. On social media? Yeah. But yeah, Instagram uses hashtags also, Mandy. Okay. Right. I knew that. Yeah. The same thing on, I guess, uh, Facebook uses hashtags also. So yeah. Just no one, no one searches by hashtag yeah. on there, though. I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to get off on all, all that uh, nonsense. But uh, mm-hmm. all right. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for coming on the show and filling in for Ian. You're welcome. <laughs> no problem. Well, until next time, someone's got to say talk to you all later. Talk to you, talk later. you later. Peace. <laughs>